sorry, but it looks like your party has been cancelled. Everybody listening to another exciting episode of Cancel This Podcast. I'm Jace, he's John. We're trying to get things going here, so I guess now's a good time to just bring it up. Obviously, you guys can contact us via our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash cancel this podcast, cancel this podcast at protonmail.com for those of you who actually use your email addresses. I feel like nobody uses their email anymore. I I don't I I think I have more spam in my email than anybody else that's actually using that account because I have eighty nine thousand unread emails in my in my folder. Yeah, I got a lot of spam in mine, like you know, just offers and all sorts of bullshit. Uh, but yeah, just just going uh, forward. Also, uh, we've just about hit our limit on what we can post on Podomatic because I'm using a free account right now. So we can only post seven episodes at a time. For So, so for anything uh, beyond the latest seven episodes, you can check out mixcloud.com forward slash cancel this podcast because I think everything that gets archived just sort of automatically stays there forever. Yeah. Um, so that's a plus. But obviously because of the fact that we are at certain limitations on free accounts, uh, we have uh, opened up a Patreon account. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with Patreon uh, which is also patreon.com forward slash cancel this podcast. Uh, but, I'm you know, I'm going to try it because, uh, you know, with, with some donations, we can up that amount of episodes we're allowed to have on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play Music. Uh, we can also maybe get some web hosting and, uh, you know, so, some nice little bells and whistles. Maybe we could get a call-in number again, which would be nice. Uh, Ooh, but all that, all that costs that. money. How much would it take to get a to get a call number for Skype? I want to say something like eight bucks a month or something like that. Oh, I, got, okay. I gotta check the pricing. I, I forget what what service I had before, but I, I'll double check. But if we could ever justify it by our live listener account, then I, I may just uh, maybe just pay for that one. <laughs> well, well, the reason I mentioned that is because we we have had uh, some interest in people that would like to get on the line with us. Obviously, if people yeah. have Skype, they're they're welcome to do that. But you know, some people, depending on what they're doing and where they are, it's easier to just call into a program. Uh, you know, some of our longtime listeners and friends who've supported some of our projects. But yeah, if you'd like to support our projects, check it out at Patreon. See what you can do. I have a PayPal account. Get in touch with me. Uh, you know, on any of these things, if you want to do that, and we will. You know, try to. Uh, expand our sphere of influence on the internet, despite the fact that everybody is trying to get rid of us, actually. 
because anybody who thinks like we do needs to be corrected. But I'll tell you this, at least John and I are sincere when we ask for your money. Unlike that whole crazy Quaden Bales situation that went viral this past week. Have you been keeping tabs on this, this Quaden Bales bullshit? Um, I think the last... So we keep, we keep flipping back and forth on whether he was... 9 or 18. Basically, if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's this midget that was bullied, supposedly, for his dwarfism in Australia. He's supposedly a 9-year-old kid. You've probably seen it on your timelines, whether you're clicked on it or not. You see this kid, he's really ugly looking. You think it's a picture of Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. And it turns out to just be this kid, you know, that, that's been bullied. And, uh, you know, it was this whole, you know, he's been bullied and it's an outrage and it's terrible the way people treat him. Give us money so we can send him to Disneyland. Yeah, so so this is what my, my problem with the whole situation was. Um, I do not lean on the side that he was 18. I actually do by the fact that he is nine years, nine years old, mm-hmm. um, as, as he as the family claims. Uh, there's enough there's enough evidence but there is a page that says that he is an actor but he's a, he's not an 18 year old actor like some people believe he's Correct. a 9 year old he's a 9 year old actor but you know he is an actor nonetheless yes and uh and that's where my where my thing lies here um so the whole thing last week was was uh about whether or not he was 18 i think it was fair to say at this point that's been pretty much disproven uh, there was like articles from like 2015 about him and stuff, so that kind yeah, of he was like really little when he was a little kid, right? Yeah, so I mean that seems fairly obvious that that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. However, it was the stuff with the acting that kind of flagged me a little bit and made me feel like they maybe pushed this a little bit um, to get him some attention. Yeah, it's a spin doctor narrative. Let's put it like this: I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. I know some people they have their bleeding hearts, they feel bad. I don't. And the reason I don't I don't have any sympathy for for people online when they do this is Someone because has I, I'm skeptic whenever anybody asks for money because I feel like anybody can ask for money for anything. They could say whatever the hell they want. They could say he's bullied. They could stage that shit. I do believe that it was staged. It doesn't matter if you're nine or eighteen. You know your parents can fucking stage that shit. And you know this whole you know here's a GoFundMe because I'm bullied. Well, you know what? You know when I was a little kid. All right, living in the fucking Bronx. You know how many fucking fights I got into? Tons. Fuck tons. You know, growing up, I had people fucking pick on me. Did anybody fucking give me a couple thousand dollars? Like, I think it, it it's the wrong message about bullying is to say that, okay, I was bullied. Give me a couple thousand dollars and it makes the problem go away. That's not how any of this works. That's literally not how any of this works. No, not at all. You know, I, I think that we live in a society where we push this perpetual victim agenda. What was that? I said we're in a society. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we push this perpetual victim agenda instead of people standing up for themselves, instead of people having confidence for themselves. You know, if you feel bad for this kid... You're enabling him by buying him a trip to Disneyland. What stops him from just going out there and getting bullied again? Say, so give him another ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Nobody's paying for John's Disneyland trips. Why? Why not? should we pay for yours? I mean, I just look. You know, if people sincerely have something going on and there's undeniable proof that they are sincere. Like, I understand that. But at the same time, a fool and his money are easily parted. And this kid made fools out of each and every single one of you idiots 
that paid for him to go to Disneyland. And why would you pay for a midget to go to fucking Disneyland? You must be like a certain height to ride the fucking rides. He's like, what, three feet tall? He's not even tall enough to fucking ride the teacups. What the hell are you guys doing? That's true. He can't even get on Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, well. much like one of the many Democrat candidates, uh, Mike Ooh. Bloomberg... Um, but, but, you know, huge disaster for him at that first debate, but I think the second debate tonight, he held his ground a lot he did better. better. I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say he had a great performance, but he did better. No, but I think what it is, is that the first one, I don't think he knew what to expect. I think they caught him off guard. They robocopped him. Like I said, last week they were going to do where they all just ganged up on him immediately and just. You know, it, it's like in wrestling, you know, when, when, when like, uh, Muhammad Hassan hit the Royal Rumble and, like, everybody in the ring hit their finishers on him and they threw him out? Yeah. It's basically what happened to Bloomberg in debate form. Um, you know, Bernie is rising in the polls, and that's a little bit scary for everybody. We saw them sort of shift the focus tonight. A much more envenomed, uh, you know, political debate uh, tonight and I think what it is, is that they are bringing up a point. Bernie is a democratic socialist, and he's said some things that should give any rational, sane human being cause for alarm, including the other Democrats, because he's made positive comments about commie China and Fidel Castro. Well, Fidel Castro killed a lot of people, but he made people read. Like, I think any rational human over the age of 30 is staunchly anti-communist. You know, and for the most part, they see socialism and communism as the same thing. One is just meaner than the other. Mm -hmm. uh, Democrats know this isn't going to curry favor with any voters. Bloomberg is uh, appealing to his base, which is trying to appeal to the moderate, uh, you know, the moderate Democrat or the people who are, you know, like him, who you can say, yeah. He's worked with a lot of Republicans, but, you know, he's trying to bring those people over and that's his whole, you know, this debate, he's sort of played on that marketability as I can reach across the aisle and, and get certain things done that, that Bernie Sanders is not going to be able to do. And that's, that's a smart, it's a smart play for him. He does have some conservative, uh, you know, some, some good conservative support. And, you know, that's the whole game plan is, you know, the people that, that, that are militantly on your side are going to vote militantly on your side 10 times out of 10. You've got to be able to reach across the aisle and get those voters to vote for you. And, and he has, you know, whether you like him or not, whether you agree with him or not, I don't want Bloomberg to become president. I'm, I'm you know, I'm firmly pro-Trump. But he's got a, you know, he's got a, a little bit of support here that, that's surging, you know, and, the, and he's taken a, a couple of conservatives and sort of converted him in his cause, like uh, Clint Eastwood and, and Judge Judy is, is staunchly a Bloomberg uh, uh, supporter. So, you know, I, I, I well, think, you, huh? You, I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught it. By the way, um, Bloomberg almost had a pretty bad gaffe like early on in the debate. Mm -hmm. um, he was talking about how he funded, um, you know, the Democrats' campaigns over the years, yeah. but he said, uh, "I bought the Democrats." Like he he oh, still, catch up. yeah he almost like said bought and then he stopped himself and then corrected himself and said uh you know that he donated but I, it was it was like one of those moments where I was like oh my god he almost just admitted he bought Democrats 
Yeah, but that, that's also the thing. I mean, as a conservative, as a conservative voter, as a conservative supporter, uh, you know, the bottom line is Bloomberg, Bernie, Biden, doesn't matter to me. The Democrats can be bought. And that is something that should be alarming to anybody who is considering supporting them. Uh, you know, Bernie is a radical. I don't like you know, somebody who is going to openly support things that Castro has done, that, uh, you know, communist China has done. I, I do think socialized medicine, uh, you know, we, we will have a gulag health system where, where you're better off just duct taping your limbs together and going about your day. And then Bernie really tries to, you know, really buy people with free shit. And yeah. I think the big one he's really pushing is is this whole fucking, oh, I'm going to legalize marijuana nationwide, which, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, decriminalizing is one thing. Obviously, that that's a smart thing to do. I don't think, you know, if you're caught with a little amount, you shouldn't, you know, fucking be incarcerated. But, you know, like Bloomberg was saying, the places where it's already legalized, you know, leave it alone. And, you know, it has to be a slow transition. And I actually find myself agreeing with Bloomberg on that point. Because even though there are people I know who smoke and can function, I know just as many people who smoke and cannot fucking function. You see what I'm saying? And that's sort of, like, the problem. And I'll say that. I'll say that right now. The people who smoke marijuana who don't function ruin it for the people who do. But that it is something that's out there. Everybody knows some lazy fuck... That doesn't go to work, that doesn't fucking do anything except fucking sit on on the couch smoking weed and playing GTA 5 all day. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody like that. Everybody knows a few people like that. And those people fucking ruin it for everybody. And you know what? Those fuckers are always the ones who do get caught because they're not careful with what the fuck they're doing. So I feel like in some way Bernie just wants everybody to be stoned because, you know, if everybody's stoned, they won't care what the fuck he does to our government. Right. You'll just be too high to give a fuck. Everybody will be so high they won't give a fuck when, when I ruin everybody's life. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I see right through it. And I think a lot of, you know, but there are people who I think are stupid enough to be like, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. Bernie. and It's ridiculous. But Bernie, you know, it's really crazy because this, this race has become Bernie versus Bloomberg and Biden's sort of, you know, become the Jeb Bush of this whole thing. But, uh, you know, both of them are really hitting, like, uh, you know, trying to hit, quote-unquote, grassroots really hard, where you get, like, the annoying text messages, because Julia got text messages from the Bloomberg campaign and from the Bernie campaign, asking, oh, will you support me to overthrow Trump? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And uh, the Bernie campaign actually replied... I want to huh? pause you on that for a second. I liked you sent me the text. Yeah. The way I liked it is, is she said, I'm voting for Trump. And then they asked if she had a second choice. Yeah. Like, like I was going to say that. Like, like they're, they're so worried that people, whether you say Trump or not, are going to say your second choice is Mike Bloomberg. Because Bloomberg, uh, you know, their, their big hit on him is that he's just, you know, Trump with a Democrat logo. <laughs> That's essentially what they're trying to head at with him. And, uh, you know, to some extent, it is working. Um, you know, and, and I see why they're afraid of him. But, I, I, you know, again, I don't agree with buying an election. So, you know, I don't agree with Bloomberg any more than I agree with Bernie Sanders. But, uh, right. 
you know, and I, I'm really also on top of that. I'm really tired of Bloomberg's fucking ads and commercials. Every literally, I think it was Entertainment Tonight. I had it on the other day, and every fucking commercial break, you you could not avoid these fucking ads. Like he's he's pumping so much money in, 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 into into the advertising for it. Uh, you know, I, that doesn't always work very well. Sometimes it backfires on you. In fact, I think one thing that Democrats. Uh, do an awful job of is that they do send text messages intrusive text messages to people because people don't want to be annoyed they don't want to be bothered by you i've never gotten a text message from a conservative anything in my life but i've I've got tons of text messages from liberals trying to demand that that i vote their way and uh you know i guess there's no shortage of soy boy volunteers um there's also a there was a meme or, or a post that was floating around where some guy is literally like, uh, and, and there are teams going door to door for Bloomberg. Yeah. But that this guy's saying is basically, the guy like is so let down by the end of the day, he said, I'm basically getting paid 300 bucks to hear what people don't like about Mike Bloomberg. So, uh, you know, to some extent, that, that kind of grassroots uh, shit can backfire on you uh, heavily. And, uh, you know, a couple times I've sent these soy boy volunteers, you know, when, when they message me or they, they, they contact Julia, I get sort of like, you know, because she doesn't hide their, their number from me. So I automatically like sort of jump in and, and, and sort of mock them and accuse them of being soy boys. And, uh, you know, because, because it's just a thing. It, it goes along with the whole weak beta mentality is that these people usually vote for Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... It's just if if you're a cuck or you're a weak-willed man, usually you tend to be very very pro-democrat, and uh, you also seem to be pro these these uh, soy vegan diets that just are really cringeworthy, really fucking cringeworthy. You see that? You see a picture I posted earlier? There there was a meme going around of two vegan soy boys holding up this plate of what was called vegan fried chicken. Did you see that I did. Yeah, the I, was that from a K, was it a KFC thing? I'm not sure. I have heard some rumor that KFC is doing some sort of vegan fried chicken thing. I don't think it was KFC though. I just want the KFC donut sandwich. Have you seen that? No, that sounds that sounds like I, I literally feel my arteries clogging when you say something like that. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a commercial yesterday. It's a piece of fried chicken, and there's two donuts as the sandwich. Like that's oh. that's it. That's all it is. That sounds like something a pregnant bitch would eat. It would, I, but but it, it, what's weirder is earlier in the week was the um, Burger King uh-huh. uh, had like a fry sandwich, where it's just a bun with fries in between it instead of a burger. You know, at this point, like you know, people are just slobs. Like you know what? I hear this shit, and I just want to go to the gym. Like I, I want to go to the gym. I want to you know tone up, get myself back in in good condition. I was actually staving off, like, you know, I have back problems, so they, they sort of extend to, like, my left leg. Um, you know, so I've been I've been sort of, I've had a long recovery time. Every time I fucking injure my back, it, it takes longer and longer for, for me to fucking, you know, come back off it. So, so now I'm able to, like, not walk with a fucking limp. I need to get to the fucking gym. But, uh, you know, look, I'm going to piss off a few vegans when I say this, but, but just flat out, man, there's no such thing as fucking vegan meat. I don't understand vegan beef, meat, vegan chicken. If you're stupid enough to eat these things, you probably deserve the side effects you're you're, you're going to get after like five, ten years of eating this shit. You know, it, it, it's as a man. 
Huh? Yeah, bitch tits, everything else, you know, crying, an overwhelming urge to watch Beaches. Beaches? Have you ever seen Beaches? No, I'm a man. Okay, so so I got a story about Beaches. Oh, no. Uh, I was dating this girl, and I, I like to refer to her as the first SJW, because back when I was dating her, the term didn't exist. Um, you know, it wasn't like the way that it is now. This was back in, like, the 90s. And back in the 90s, everybody thought she was mentally insane. Like, people were like, she is deranged. She has mental problems. Which is funny, because now there's so many people like her that they've overrun everything else, and they've taken over the internet. Uh, So I I injured my back really bad, and, you know, I was laid up. I, I, you know, uh, I I had back surgery at 21. I I fucked up my back that bad. And, you know... I basically like, you know, they're giving me like oxycodone and, you know, like like the really quote unquote good good stuff, stuff. the good stuff. So I'm doped up and I'm basically at that point, you know, so doped up that I have no really clue what's going on. I don't give a shit about anything. I'm, I'm drugged the fuck out. And she comes over and she's like, I want to show you one of my favorite movies. And she puts beaches on. I cannot stress enough that this is the gayest movie ever fucking filmed did your balls fall off no no you know you you know how bad a movie has to be that you're completely doped up on drugs and you can still be cognizant of how awful it is yeah like that movie felt like 200 years long oh boy it's about like the lifelong friendship between two women and then one of them dies of fucking cancer at the end Oh, that's a fun story. Yeah, but the thing is, you watch that movie, and as a man, if you are heterosexual, if you are a male, if you are proud of having a dick, you kind of wish you died of cancer rather than sit through that movie. Oh, jeez. It's that fucking bad. Um, you know, I, I think even Married with Children had an episode where they made fun of that, where, where like, Peggy and, and Marcy made Alan Jefferson watch it. He was, like, miserable wanting to kill himself the whole time. And now I really understand that, having watched Beaches. This movie is, it's it's like if you were to film the inside of a soy boy's asshole for two hours and turn it into a film. Anyway, I would imagine soy boy's asshole would be a very loose place, though. You could probably stick your head up there and take a look around. Well, if somebody would like to track at I'm Brett Peters and ask him, because he's not taking our messages, maybe we'd be able to find out. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, if if you're vegan and commit to eating vegan, you should just say fuck it. You should just commit to eating plant life or whatever the fuck you do. This compromised shit is retarded. There's no substitute for fucking meat. It's not chicken. It's not beef. It's fucking goo. Just like the South Park episode is making fun of it. It's fucking goo. It's not better for your body. It's probably just as fucking unethical as an animal killing shit. You have no idea what you're even putting in your body. You're just taking somebody's word that it's fucking vegan. You can fucking slap vegan onto, onto anything. You can slap fucking vegan on, on, the, on the prefix of a dick. And these guys would literally eat a fucking dick. Oh, it was treated ethically inhumane. Shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure there was like a YouTube prank video I saw of somebody offering quote-unquote vegan burgers but they were just regular burgers and they the people had no idea like they just ate it like it was completely normal so it's all in the fucking mind it, yeah like it, it is it, it has nothing to do with like a, a physical reaction to it it's just it's mental. ethical yeah you're a fucking pussy eat a fucking steak twats I, I just 
I don't get it. Like, and I don't understand why people of that mentality are like so horribly fucking effeminate. Lack of testosterone. Yeah, man. I, I just, I just wish a virus would come wipe them out. I really wish this coronavirus would get them or something, man. It's gonna happen, Tony. Well, you know, the coronavirus. Uh, you know, there was a, a a report or something saying that don't believe China about the whole Wuhan shit. That this is a synthetic virus that got out of control. Do, do, do you uh, buy into we... that? I saw the article about the the lab in Wuhan, mm-hmm. and honestly, based on based on what I read with that, um, I was always suspicious about the origins of the thing to begin with. Mm-hmm. But that makes a lot of sense. If of all the places in China, the one place where all of a sudden a disease broke out was the place where they have basically their CDC type, mm-hmm. you know, uh, labs. Have you seen the shit? They have, like, an umbrella logo and everything over there. Oh, it's fucking... The, the whole thing is... Seemed, and, and, and the conspiracy about it mm-hmm. being used intentionally to suppress Hong Kong, the Hong Kong protest, yeah. is making a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, but you know what else is making sense is... China played ball with Donald Trump really fucking fast. Remember that? Yeah. Instead of instead of pushing back and everything, you know, they, they, they buckled under under President Trump really fast. Doesn't seem all too coincidental that this would happen and then start tanking the fucking economy, which is Trump's strongest trait. Like, even if you were somebody that didn't like President Trump, like, you know, a lot of people are excited about the fact the economy is better than than it's ever been. So isn't it strange that something like this would happen and negatively affect the economy, which is, you know, what Trump is going to run on going into this election year is that, hey, I made the economy strong. Right. But, you know, they're saying that the, that the coronavirus damage is like is like tanking the stock market, like it's undoing everything, all the progress that Trump has made. I don't know how accurate that is because you can't really trust the media, but it is doing damage. We know that much, um, you know, and, and it's funny because China is a communist country and guess who Trump's, you know, front running opponent is. A fucking democratic socialist, which is a fancy way of fucking saying communist. They're not much different. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, on the same token, I do feel like society as a whole is mentally retarded for even freaking out about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I I feel like it's boy who cried wolf to me because, you know, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old and I've seen everything from bird flu, swine flu, Ebola... Uh, you know, all these all these viruses, mad cow disease, SARS, you know, they come and go. They're, these jobber diseases. Oh, it's the plague. The plague is coming. Nothing ha- fucking happens. Like four people fucking die. And then like you never hear about it, it's going to be a flash in the pan. It's going to be another flash. It's like, you know, like like every other disease, Ebola, the Macarena. I mean, the Macarena, you know, that didn't last. That was a disease that was like ruining America for a while. That went away. It was a when disease. Did, when, when was that like ninety six? Ninety seven. I don't remember how long ago that was. You know what the worst part is? Those two like old dudes who like created it are still fucking alive. I wish I'm trying to remember the name of the group. It's like low something. It's like I, something panic. I can't remember. I just let me see. I, I'm gonna look it up now because it's gonna bother me. The guys who created the Macarena. 
I hated that song. It's uh, a copyright strike if I start playing it right now. Probably. No, well, you know, I, I get away with a lot of shit, so. That's true. I mean, I think we, the only time we get copyright uh, stricken is if uh, we do it on, like, YouTube. Which yeah. I have not put the show on YouTube because YouTube and the new Google terms of service, they would hear something they don't like. And it's it's not even worth it at this point. Yeah. Because everything I say is against the YouTube terms of service. Um, Lost Del Rio. Yes, that's it. Lost Del Rio. So, Alberto so, so. Del Rio, yes. That's, that's... <laughs> Oh, man. But I don't know. You know, the disease I'm worried about isn't coronavirus. It isn't Ebola. It isn't even the fucking Macarena that we just said. It's the woke virus that still just is pervasive on the whole entire world. And the UK is really fucked up about this. I don't know if you saw the article earlier. Uh, you know, they're to the point where kids as young as four years old are learning about masturbation and sitting down for drag queen story hour. You know, it's it, it's kind of scary how often that stupid thing comes up. What, drag queen story hour? We bring that up a lot. Well, what's scary is, I mean, you know, isn't this kind of getting out of control? Like, what kind of... Dude, what kind of mental or developmental advantage do is there to have drag queens read to your children over normal fucking non-drag queens? Uh, none. What benefit is there? I mean, like, is this how far we've gone with woke culture? Like, you know, and, and they've... I, I forgot what the one... I, I saw, like, a really disturbing name, like, earlier today about one of the drag queens that they're letting read to these people. Like, like something like... That, that went along with orgasm or, or some shit like that. You know, like, look, you know, I, I get that people want to feel, uh, you know, that they're normalized or whatever, right? Uh huh. But there is not one goddamn normal thing about a drag queen reading to a bunch of little kids. Even if you were, even the other way around. Like, let's not look at it from the from the perspective of uh, of the little kids. Let's look at it from the perspective of the fucking drag queen. Why the fuck do you want to hang out with all these fucking kids? You fucking weirdo. Like, who the fuck? Like, like, seriously, why? And it, it's amazing how bad you can't escape this woke culture. And the UK is, like, really fucking bad. I feel like, like, uh, fucking England has fucking fallen, man. Like, I feel like we should just drop a nuke on the entire UK and put them out of their misery. And I know that's fucked up, but but you remember Waterworld? Yeah, it's been a while. Guy, but, yeah. Do you remember the guy at the bottom of like the the oil tank that powers the ship? Like, there's one miserable fucking guy who's yeah, down but... there, like covered in oil, who has to like run the oil reserves to make the ship move. And he sees like Kevin Costner drop the match into the pipe, and his last words are just "Oh, thank God." And I feel. <laughs> Like, the people in the UK, if they saw, like, a nuke coming to just nuke them out of the clown world that the United Kingdom has become, they'd actually feel like they were being put out of their fucking misery. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how far they've gone with, with, with the, you know, fucking... London is a great example with the whole, you know, uh, part and parcel of living in a big city is terrorism that their fucking mayor says. Like, 
I mean, nobody should fucking live like this. Like, they literally call the cops on each other over mean tweets now. They have a very weird system over there, and I don't know how it's functioning. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, obviously not everybody in the UK is like that, because Boris Johnson fucking won, and there's, you know, clearly a reason he did. And that's because I think a lot of people... Here's the thing. People are so scared of their conservative views that they're afraid to outright say them. And in fact, I dare say that maybe about a good 33% of people who act like liberal fucking pussies on the internet are not liberal pussies, but people fucking posing and pretending because they want to appease everybody or because they, they, they don't want to lose friends or followers or stand up for themselves or find their fucking balls, you know? Uh, you know, and the problem is if you pretend... For long enough, you'll you really will lose your balls, and then huh. you move to Albany, New York, or Buffalo, or wherever the fuck, you know, and, and become a loser. I mean, you know, there's no there's no sense appeasing these people because nothing ever will actually appease them. They're maniacs, you know. I mean, the fact that we've got an Italian neuroscientist that's working on head transplants for transsexuals—that's some creepy, weird science shit, man. How, like, did how does it? That? Huh? How did we get to that? How do we get to head transplants? Because it's transsexuals. The transsexuals are like, you know, the drag queens. I mean, look, there's probably a difference between a drag queen and a transsexual, but not to me. You're just fucking weird. Both of y'all. You know what I mean? And I don't apologize for saying that. You're fucking weird. What are you going to fucking do about it? Cancel you? Yeah, like, like seriously. Like, what the fuck can you fucking do to me? You're fucking weird. That's not, that's not transphobic. Are you... They're going to fucking dox you, and then uh, your life will be over. Yeah, exactly. Take a fucking number. Like, that hasn't been done 87 fucking times in my life already. Um, you know, but, but look, here, here, here's the fucking thing about, about that. You know, the, the, the head transplants for tanner and sexuals. I feel like that's just replacing one problem with another. Like, doesn't that just mean that somebody needs to die in order for you to take their corpse to replace somebody's head with someone else's head like doesn't that just yeah, i don't understand the mechanics of that like, like do you have just to make you a glorified like fucking corpse fucker or something yeah i I'm, i was like thinking about like it's essentially like a frankenstein thing because you're, yeah. you're taking i have to assume you're taking part of the spine like there's no way you're detaching the the spine completely from the skull like i don't i, I just i can't imagine like how that works like, it doesn't matter, like, I still feel like if you have a dude head, you're still gonna have, like, facial hair and all that shit. Like, you're still gonna have, men and women have different facial features. Like, Very head... strong jaw on a woman's body, yeah, that'll be, it'll look like, it'll look like China in 97. Yeah, it'll, you know, I think my response was posting a picture of the Russian from the Punisher comics. Where after he was killed, like, they took his not, head and not, put him... Not on... Nash. You're talking about, like, the comic books. Yeah, the comic book version. Nash's yes. version actually really sucked because he didn't talk. Uh... And he got beaten with a fucking hot boiling water thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, in, in the comics, which were uh, written by the same guys who wrote Preacher and The Boys, um, you know, no, he was, like, decapitated by the Punisher and then... They took his head and put it on... They were managed to reattach it to some random woman's body to keep him alive. Oh. And, uh, you know, so, so he kept going after the Punisher, and he, you know... 
he was like a really happy Russian guy. Like he would talk with his bad Russian accent and, you know, just like really happily annoy the Punisher while chasing him to kill him. Punisher kept like fucking killing him. <laughs> and he'd always like come back in some other like weird fucking fucked up way. But, uh, I mean, but just as bad. I mean, you know, as much as I say the UK is fucked, you know, it's just as bad over here. I mean, we got a school district in Wisconsin that is allowing students of any age to transition or change their name without parental notice or consent. So, if you send your kid to school and he suddenly decides his name is Diana and that he's a girl... The school will make it so whether or not you as a parent want it to be that way. So they're getting sued. The school the school district that's allowing this is getting sued, but As it should be. It shouldn't be allowed in the first place. Maybe we need to fucking nuke Wisconsin too. You know, I, I think that the liberal agenda that's that, that that's being pushed on the children is akin to brainwashing at this point. You know, like, like, as a girl, all you have to do is touch something blue and, and you know, uh, you know, the idea of the tomboy is dead. Now, if you're a tomboy, you clearly must be a, you know, a boy trapped in a girl's body. Clearly. Even though almost every tomboy I grew up with turned out to be a very feminine woman in this day. Like, not one tomboy I went to school with uh, ended up being a transsexual. Not one. I wonder why that is. Yeah, maybe because we didn't have this bullshit going on. You know, it, 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 it is ridiculous. And I think it's scary what what's going on with the kids. Because, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you see these polls and you see these uh, articles talking about how much racism is, is systematic and ingrained in everybody. But, but I wonder if they stop and realize that the reason there's more intolerance is because it's being drilled into everybody's head that... Unless you suck dick, you're a homophobe. Unless you suck black dick, you're racist. You know, like, like it's drilled in everyone's head that if you're, you're white and hetero, you're a piece of shit regardless of your gender. And if, you're, if you happen to be a kid that happens to be a person of color, and you happen to have a conservative viewpoint, you're some kind of race traitor, or you're an anomaly that needs to be corrected. Like, the school system should teach kids about math, science, English, history. Beyond that, it's not your job, it's not their job to alter the values system being taught at home. That starts at home with the, uh, the family. I mean, unless, unless the kid is like flat out coming out in the KKK costume, then you might have to fucking step in. But, but modern schooling, I think, is really crossing... Uh, but do you, know, you oh, do you really? Like, if the parents want to teach the kid to be a racist, I think that's their prerogative. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... You know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, unless there's, like, behavioral issues in the school, I think that, you know, your job as an educator is to educate the facts, not your feelings. You know, that, that's the whole difference between us and the woke crowd. The woke crowd thinks that feelings fucking matter. Uh-huh. Your feelings don't matter when it comes to facts and logic. It doesn't matter if you feel like a woman, if you're biologically a male, that's what you fucking are. Tough shit. Well, that's why I always say, fuck your feelings. That's yeah. like my favorite phrase because I, I just, I don't believe that anyone's feelings trump 
my ability to say what to free speech. Yeah, exactly. And and here's the problem. It's like it doesn't end there. It's not just the schools. It's like you turn on the TV and the media just adds to the problem as well. And I'm not just talking about like the news. You know, we hear plenty about fake news and CNN and all this. But it's the dramatic increase in the woke agenda and like woke commercials. Like you have Levi's commercials demanding that we vote. Why do these com- companies care if we vote or not? Like, your job is to sell me a fucking pair of jeans, not worry about whether or not, you know, I'm voting. And with the implication that if if you don't vote, Trump is going to get reelected. Like, why is Levi's, why do they feel that they have to police my personal fucking life choices? Sell me a fucking pair of pants and fuck off. You know? Was there a need to reboot Jake from State Farm as a black guy? I mean, well, okay, so he, here's 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 my problem with that that commercial. And this is going to sound really stupid. Um, so they they spent the money to reshoot to like update because you know they have a new logo now and this and that. So they sh- they updated the commercial by reshooting that thing with the black guy and the original Jake, mm-hmm. and then they kept the original footage instead of reshooting that footage with new people. Exactly. Did they, did they only have a budget for, like, one thing? Like, what was... They, they is... walked up to a random black guy and they're like, hey, dude, do you want to be Jake? And then, like, they didn't even get, like, if you remember, like, the Jake from State Farm was, like, a nerdy white guy, right? So what do they fucking get? They get, like, fucking Bobby Lashley-ass fucking black guy who's, like, buff as shit. Oh, look, Jake from State Farm is, like, you know gonna fuck your wife kind of thing you know like they really went to like a really awkward extreme with that like you know i mean fucking hiv commercials this makes me laugh too these commercials now imply that if you don't fuck somebody with hiv you're somehow like denying them a basic human right you fucking bigot maybe i just don't want aids like, have you seen the it, HIV medication commercials, the way that they're, they're presented? I get a, I get a question go, going back on that point for one second. So you always hear that about how, like, men who won't have sex with trans women are, are um, transphobic and all this. Yeah. Here's the question. We have such a big thing about Me Tooing people uh-huh. and that we shouldn't – no one should be, ever be forced to – sexual consent with somebody apply if you're male apparently but it it seems like if if you're male you have to consent otherwise you're transphobic or homophobic exactly it's you know men are not allowed to refuse sex only women are allowed to refuse sex it doesn't make any fucking sense you know like i mean seriously though you know i mean i'm sitting there i'm sitting there with jules and Oddly enough, which I'm, a, I'm, you know, you're gonna laugh at me at, but, but you know, you watch Temptation Island, so fuck you. Uh, you know, we we're watching like The Bachelor, which she told me like, like this shit is ridiculous, and it is. It's like so fucking hilariously ridiculous because the guy says the same shit to every girl, and all of them think they're fucking special. Um, but you know, while we're sitting there watching it, like ninety percent of all commercials were overly woke, pushing liberal agendas. Really, and here's the thing: it's like the commercials come off as like really unfriendly to white people and really unfriendly to conservatives. And you know, clearly, she's not uncomfortable with other races. I'm Hispanic and she's white, but 
the message is really clear that the media fucking hates you. Yeah. It hates you if you're white and it hates you even more if you're a white male. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it just, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's actually ridiculous how even our television has gotten too far left-leaning. You know? Your TV hates you. Your TV, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and even the Hulu, even Hulu and Netflix fucking hate you. Like, there's so much liberal shit on there. Like, there's gonna be that Hillary Clinton documentary this coming month on Hulu. Um, you know, for some reason, they're really pushing that reboot of High Fidelity down everybody's throat. You know? Yeah, why the fuck does that Which, exist? again, had, like, immense race changing for no reason. You know? And, and you know, it, it, it's just, to me, like, you know, go away. Like, here's the thing. If you want tolerance and you want acceptance, maybe you shouldn't ask for a medal every fucking time that you do anything. Maybe you should just, like, do it without there being this forced diversity kind of thing. Because, you know, look, when I grew up, I grew up in a, in a really diverse, you know, school with different people of different races, different, you know, uh, ethnicities, different nationalities. I fucking grew up reading X-Men comics. Guess what? X-Men had many characters of different races, different ethnicities, different everything. Like, nobody ever, ever talks about that. Like, X-Men did it. But you know what the difference was? They didn't do it just to force diversity. They didn't do it asking for a pat on the head. They just did it. And nobody thought any less of them for it. Mm -hmm. You know? And... Now you have, like, where the woke agenda is just, like, pushed down your throat. Like, you know, and, and the narrative is that if you don't accept that agenda, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, if you ever want to really, you know, gauge, I think I said this last week, if you want to gauge what the woke agenda is, watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Because Grey's Anatomy always airs on the side of absolutely woke. Like, it was a show that, that was pretty, you know, pretty far left in the beginning, but it was tolerable, and now it's like been on for like twenty-seven seasons, and the current theme is absolute cuckoldry. The current theme is if your girlfriend fucked a guy a week before she fucked you and got pregnant, you shouldn't ask for and you shouldn't want the results of a paternity test. You should just accept the fifty percent chance you got cucked. Oh god. And if you even remotely question it, it's very brave of a woman to dump you and be a single mom with a kid that's either 50% chance yours or 50% chance the other guys because single moms rock and are so awesome. Like, the whole thing is like, either way, you're destroying the family dynamic. You're saying raise a kid that's not yours or if you question it, get dumped and the single mom is so brave and you're a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, if a girl fucks somebody else and gets pregnant... For me, in my, where I'm standing, it's over. It's done. There, there's no comeback from that. If she just fucks someone else and doesn't get pregnant, it's over. It's done. You, you know, fuck you. But, you know, there's nothing stunning or brave about raising a kid without a strong masculine role model in their lives. And I'm starting to think Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy, if a liberal does get in office, she will get a promotion to director of propaganda. Okay. Because she's very good at spinning that on, on this TV show. It's it's gotten like to the point where it's almost completely unbearable. Oh jeez. Like it, it it's really just 
you know, like, what the fuck? Like, like you know, every time uh, society moves left, she moves uh, left with it. And like you said, it, it, it's like a weird double standard. Uh, you know, where, where women... You know, I mean, look at look at the fucking teachers thing with uh, the teachers raping kids. They almost never get fucking jail time. They get slap on the wrist charges, almost no probation, you know, no registration, uh, yeah, you know, or anything. Yeah, some are pretty hot. You know, but, but I mean... Not all. Some, some are a little old. But older. they should be forced to have consequences. There should be consequences. I think that they're... They should be forced into a full-time relationship with the kid that they abused and end up marrying them and having like babies. Like Mary Kay Letourneau? Yes. That should be their punishment. Yeah, you know, uh, my point, though, is that, is that, you know, the consequences are different, obviously. Uh, you know, but if you're a man, you know, you, you eventually do face consequences for whatever you do. Case in point, Harvey Weinstein is finally in jail. Is he? I thought he was in the hospital. Well, I in heard... the hospital, yeah. He, 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 well, he got found guilty and he's in the hospital, which is funny because I feel like he is going to end up like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I th- I don't know if he dies from a heart attack though, or if he kills himself. It's gonna be one or the other though. I they don't think they ran in a lot of the same circles, and Weinstein also has enough dirt on everybody that if he decided he wanted to talk to get better treatment or a light, you know, a, a lighter sentence or or shit shaved off, you know, he'll do it. And I think that he will end up dead just like Jeffrey Epstein. He will die, you know, whether it's a suicide or whether it's him, you know, like having a heart attack or whatever. Um, you know, speaking of Epstein, do you see that float at Mardi Gras? Yeah, the Epstein float. <laughs> With Clinton. The Clinton Holy choking shit. from behind. It's, 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 it's amazing that that existed. And, and it's got... amazing that they, they will never live that down. They will never be able to run away from that now. But it's also... I, on the same time, I hate that nobody is really further investigating the Clintons uh, involving the circumstances, you know? Yeah. How's Corey Feldman not fucking dead? I guess we'll find out soon when his movie comes out. And he, uh, you think he's and like he... hiding in a fucking panic room? Uh, he's been doing media this week to promote that uh, documentary. It, it's, it's But he's got apparently, apparently from a hearing when he goes to... Um, these radio appearances and stuff he's been doing. Um, mm-hmm. He has a ton of security with him. Like he's got multiple body, bodyguards. Yeah, I mean you'd have to 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 say that you're going to rat on these people. Like these are powerful people. You, you know, whoever you know is that you know whoever he's going to out. It's going to be some powerful fucking people. And it's going to be some scary fucking shit. It's crazy because I just saw uh, Gremlins last night with Julia. She had never seen it, and. <laughs> You know, and Corey Feldman's in that, and he was like, like fucking what, four or five years old in that shit. Yeah, that was before Goonies, so yeah, yeah probably. predated Goonies. So, but I mean, you know, but think about how long he was in movies. Like, I mean, that was one of his earliest roles, and he was a little kid. I mean, how many people have probably done something to him? It's fucking, it's actually scary when you think about it. You know, with, with some of what he's been talking about. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really curious who he outs. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be like one or two big names in there. Well, I'm sure, like I said, it, it's not just who he outs, but I'm sure that he's going to cite evidence beyond just him and Corey Haim. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna he's gonna cite evidence of, you know, other people in other instances. I'm sure he's gonna spill the beans on anything he knows. 
um, you know, outing the uh, infamous Hollywood pedophile ring. Which, by the way, Alex Jones always talked about it. Everybody thought he was fucking insane. Remember that? Pizzagate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that Alex... Like, I've always thought it was weird that Alex Jones got unpersoned the way that he did. Because I feel like unpersoning him gave the things that he was saying a lot more credibility. You know? I uh, yeah, I mean re- really if you if you really think about it he ha- I mean as as delusional as some of the stuff he talks about, you know, reptilians and all that shit. Yeah. He when he got decent intel, he broke a lot of story. He broke, was- he broke Pedophile Island long before anybody else was talking about it. Yeah, I mean it, it, you can't discredit that. You know, you can you can say what you want about him and and what happened with uh, Sandy Hook and all that shit, but you can't discredit the fact that he has had definitely more of these crazy stories come true and be proven true after the fact mm-hmm. than than probably anybody else. You don't have to agree with Alex Jones, but a broken clock is right twice a day, and he's had things that he was absolutely spot on about doesn't matter if you don't like the way that he says it it doesn't matter you know you can agree with uh you know certain points of alex jones without agreeing with every point of alex jones and that's sort of the reason why i don't like the fact that he got banned is is the whole uh you know banning him from everything is proof that you know uh the, the internet silicon valley uh they deal only in the absolutes they're the fucking sith you know, and, and, and speaking of uh, of the Sith, I don't know if you saw that Babylon B was uh, mocking uh, New York Times and did a mock uh, article saying that New York Times is going to allow Emperor Palpatine to start writing articles, and that was uh, a, a response to the fact that they were actually letting Taliban members uh, write op-eds in their publication. Wait, wait, what? I hadn't heard that. So. Okay, last week sometime, uh, the New York Times actually uh, posted an op-ed written by a member of the Taliban saying these are the things the Taliban wants to happen. So, you know, which is even worse, you, you think about it, like, it was already bad enough. When Trump killed, uh, you know, that leader of ISIS and New York Times referred to him as an austere religious scholar. Well, this is the next step. They Mm -hmm. actually published an op-ed by a globally designated terrorist Taliban leader. They actually uh, let him write an article. That's ridiculous. That's the New York Times. And published them. Like, Uh, and what's the defense of that? Well, he's, they probably just think that, oh, no, he's not a terrorist. He's an austere religious scholar. Oh, what was they, yeah, what the fuck were they saying to the other guy when he died? Like, all the nice things. Yeah, that's what they said, austere religious scholar. That's their term. So, I mean, yeah, it's an opinion article, what we, the Taliban, want. And... It's an actual article written by a leader of the fucking Taliban. Oh yeah, here it is. Let me see. Take a look. What we the Taliban? Wow. Okay. 
Like, oh, this is only a couple days ago. That's why I hadn't heard of it. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> this is just fucking weird. So, so, you know, Babylon B made fun of it and said that New York Times is going to allow uh, Palpatine to write an article what we, the Empire, want in their publication. This is amazing. Yeah, like, this is full clown world. This is where we're at. Where the Taliban is able to write articles in the fucking New York Times. Mm -hmm. And they wonder why people support President Donald Trump. They wonder why people don't support the liberal agenda. They wonder why people don't support the Democratic candidates. Well, this is why. Maybe they'll maybe they'll let Jesse Smollett say his side of the story in an op-ed too, because he he got hit this week on six new indictments. What did they get him on this week? What? Let me see what the indictments were. Jesse Smollett's six new indictments. Uh, let me see, because you know he he had his day in court uh, yesterday. New indictments. I don't have them listed down. But six new counts in the indictment. Let's see. Let's say the specific. Six count indictment accusing him of faking a hate crime. It doesn't say officially what they are, but six counts. Okay. Interesting. Let's see. He. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Disorderly conduct. One, two, three, four... Oh, so it's six counts of disorderly conduct. I guess he's not going to get a felony at this point. I was kind of hoping he would. Yeah, but at least he's he's facing some consequences. You know? Do you and think he see? I, I, he won't see any jail time though. Let's be honest. His career is dead in the water, though. As it should be, but I mean. Who knows? He five years from now, he, you know. Who knows? He'll be back. But uh, you know what I find funny is a lot of leftist idiots seem to think that this is a violation of his human rights or that it's somehow double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they understand that by not going to court, by not getting that not guilty verdict, it's not double jeopardy. He did everything in his power to get the. Uh, the Wookiee district attorney, Kim Fox, Wookie. to fucking throw this out. And all of that is considered unethical. It's illegal. It's If anything, it, it's going to add new charges to him on top of the charges he had. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like, like six counts of disorderly conduct is one thing, but, you know, it may, it may escalate. It may get worse for him, you know? Like, if they find without a shadow of a doubt that there was bribery involved or some sort of tomfoolery, like, he's going to get hit with that, too. Like this I'm just... fool. Oh, no, you don't want tomfoolery. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, this guy, I mean, I don't really know if sending him to jail is punishing him. It's probably like sending him to a day spa because, uh, you know, he likes to get fucked in the ass anyway. So... It's not really punishing him, I guess. Like, like rough. <laughs> What's funny is the two Nigerian brothers are going to testify against him. The, That's the good. Most... Something good will come out of this. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll get NXT contracts. 
So Bob Iger stepped down as a CEO of Disney. I know that surprised the shit out of me today. Do you think that's? Do you think it's going to really affect anything going forward? Well, all right. So, so uh, Bob Chappick is not loved within the Disney like fan community. Is that the uh, guy who's be- taking over? It's the guy who's taking over. Uh, the guy who looks without- like fucking Hank from Breaking Bad. Yes, the guy who looks like Hank from Breaking Bad. Um, so the deal with him is that he is known as a cost cutter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. somebody who likes to basically cheaps out on projects and stuff. So notoriously and probably most recently, um, he's responsible for the third ride and a bunch of other um, enhancements that were supposed to go into the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He's responsible for cutting them because he's just he's always looking to cut cost on things and just get and raise prices and like charge like eight dollars for a fucking donut in disney mm-hmm. like he's really not the person you want in charge of of that company um because he's probably going to destroy it through poor financial decisions and i don't know if he can run a movie studio that's that's the other part of that because that that's the thing you don't think about like when you're when you're in charge of Disney, you're not just running like the parks. You're in charge of all the entertainment shit too. Mm-hmm. So like, you gotta be the one that's responsible for green lighting projects and, and this and that. Wow. Yeah. It's well, going to be I mean, very, see what happens. Why do you think Iger stepped down though? That, that, that's kind well, of uh, I, Iger had announced last year that he would be retiring or, or leaving the company at the end of his contract, which ends at the end of 2020, uh, 2021. Um, I think it actually ends on December 31st, 2021. Mm-hmm. So a lot of were, were, knew that he was going to be leaving, but the way things went down today seems like there might be something else in play. Something else might have happened that he's dr- jumping out now. Uh, what's weird, though, is that he's moving to like a transitional position mm-hmm. where he'll actually be still above Chappick. So even though Chappick will be the C- CEO, Chappick will report to Bob Iger and he's in like some kind of creative consultant position, um, which is really, really weird. And a lot of people think he's he's stepping down before all the financial stuff comes in because of uh, the stuff with the Asia parks related to the coronavirus because mm-hmm. they're losing a ton of money because those parks have been closed for about a month now. Yeah. So that's going to be a big financial hit when they get the next report in. So I think that by him leaving now, he takes a lot of the heat off of himself and it goes on to this other guy to take the fall, basically. I got you. That makes sense, I guess. You know, but I'm wondering, do you think they're, do you think the Chinese are going to be okay with their on, uh, their upcoming movie onward? <laughs> Did you hear about this? They're, they're gonna make their first official uh gay character in the movie onward which is a female cop cyclops looking thing that kind of looks like a bull dyke yeah i've seen this i have and i mean i read it. it it's you know the characters only get like a one line blip where they say that their girlfriend's daughter has her pulling her hair out not really a big deal in my opinion. Shouldn't be, but, but it will be. But here's the problem. Here's why it's a big deal. Here's my problem with the whole the whole thing. We've got these articles talking about how stunning and brave it is, right? So it's like, give me a medal. We put a gay character in here. Give me a medal. Give me attention. Give me a pat on the head. We're stunning. We're brave. 
Uh, well, they are. Well, here's the thing. First of all, the line is missable and it's damn near irrelevant. I, like, to me as a person, like, I don't see it as a big deal. But the media is turning this into this, like, major fucking milestone. Uh-huh. And here's where it goes back to what I was saying earlier, where if you didn't make these sensationalized deals out of shit like this, you'd actually have more tolerance for it. Because it would be met with people who didn't like it that much would meet it with indifference. And people who did like it would actually like it instead of what I'm about to tell you is going to happen. First oh. of all, because of the fact that they made this a big milestone, you're going to have people who are more to the right than me probably be like, Oh, the gay mafia, they're fucking ruining everything. I'm going to boycott everything Disney. I'm burning everything Disney in my house. Which is pretty much like a, a you know, just hyperbole. It's, it, it's things, you know. Look, you can dislike something and you could stop supporting something fine, but I, I've never understood the whole, I'm going to burn all my shit because, uh, because of this. You know, like, like, Colin Kaepernick, I think he's a douchebag. I think the kneeling thing is numb. But if I owned a bunch of shit that said Nike on it, I wouldn't have got out of my way to burn all of it. You know? Fair. Uh, you know, but, but here's my thing. Okay, now, you have those people, they're mad, right? Now, you would think, okay, well, at least people who are pro-LGBT are happy about it, right? Wrong! Because guess what? You put a one-line fucking blip in the movie, so you know what they're going to say? You think they're going to be happy about it? They're going to be like, well, you're still homophobes and you're bigoted because it wasn't a major character. It wasn't a main character. They only had one line of dialogue instead of 87 lines of dialogue. So, instead of treating it with indifference, which would have, you know, the gay people would have been like, oh, cool, there's a gay character. And, you know, people who are not really cool about it would have been like, uh, okay, there, there's a gay character, but at least it didn't. It wasn't made a big deal out of. And mm. you see, if you treated it with indifference, like people would just let bygones be bygones, and they go about their day. They, you know, if they liked it, great. If they didn't like it, great. Whatever. But instead, you wanted to make a spectacle of it, which causes the extreme everything to come out, and now nobody's happy. Nobody's happy because you wanted to tout it as stunning and brave. You wanted a pat on the head, and, st- and this is what I'm talking about about the difference between tolerance organically intolerance for tolerance or else you know because you're not going to appease anybody because because of the fact that you know again like i said when gay people look it up they're gonna be mad that there's only like one or two lines of dialogue well how dare you you know i'm not represented like i already see i've already seen tweets and posts complaining because the characters why is it got to be a cop why is it got to be this ugly cyclops thing like like people are already nitpicking it well, if you were going to do it and you were sincere about this supposed inclusion, you would do it without asking for attention. You would do it without asking for metal. You would do it without expecting everybody to fucking kiss your ass over it. Right. And, you know, I mean, again, you know, I don't understand, like, how much is... At what point is enough enough? We literally had an article on video game website The Gamer also saying that they insist that now that Sonic the Hedgehog... Uh, has had a successful movie that we should make Sonic the Hedgehog gay. Uh, what purpose does that serve? I mean, if you're into watching hedgehogs suck people off, I mean, that's if that's your thing. I mean, Sonic it, is probably the reason we have so many fucking furries. Like, furries f- 
fucking love Sonic the Hedgehog for some ungodly reason. I mean, there's a lot of awful fanfic out there about Sonic oh, and Tails, Sonic and Knuckles, and all three. Yeah, oh, and Robotnik and his dick sucked by Tails. Well, yeah. Why would we enable this by being like, yeah, Sonic, yay, yay, shut up. Like, why does why does a character in a video game, you know, in a video game that's been around for, how long has Sonic the Hedgehog been out? Since, like, 87? Genesis is... I'm trying to... Nine, maybe? Yeah. So, why do we need to give this character any sexuality at all? It's a fucking hedgehog, you fucking shits! Like, what? What? I, I, I literally don't understand what's going on here. You know, and here's the problem with, with all this. Here's the problem with all this bullshit, this social justice crap... As gay sonics and worrying about this and that. You know, look, I'm going to throw it out there. If you want to be trans, be trans. If you want to be a furry, be a fucking furry. If you want to fucking jerk off to Sonic the Hedgehog, jerk off to fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. My problem is that you think that the rest of us should accept that without thinking you're weird. Mm-hmm. It's my right to think you're fucking weird or you're fucking crazy. Or you're, yeah, that's fucking gross. Okay? Like, that's my fucking right. And I'm not hating on you. I don't hate you. I just think you're fucking weird. And that's the problem with this whole homophobia, transphobia, bullshit, you know, narrative that they, they, they push. I'm not, I'm not homophobic. I don't care if you're gay. You don't want to fuck other guys? Fine, cool. Do that. It's just not for me. And that's the problem. They don't understand context. Like, like you saying it's not for me is somehow like offending them. Like, I didn't say, I didn't say you, you know, you can't be you. I just said that my perspective and my standpoint is I find it weird. Like, that's, that's my right. Like, that's the problem. You know, again, as we said, it, it it's the Sith. It's dealing in absolutes. It, it It's, you know, how is it? You know, it's not homophobia. It's just my point of view, my opinion, my thought process. You know, but if you a guy have an opinion, huh? that's the problem. You're not allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, that's the thing. They made an echo chamber where it's like whites not allowed, males not allowed, heteros not allowed. Well, fuck you. You know, like if you act like that, why should anybody tolerate you? If you act that entitled. Uh, that militant about it. Why should people tolerate you? You want to talk about hatred, you're breeding more of it by being a negative human being that that, 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 that forces people uh, to lash out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, like, the problem. Like, like here's an issue, like, I ran into the other day. Like, I made a joke. Uh, there was a DC comic post. And it was, like, Wally West screaming, right? They're like, why is Wally West screaming? And I said, probably because, or what did he see? He saw like some horrible future. As he probably saw a future where the comic industry is destroyed by woke. And all these people got in on me. Why are you a misogynist? Why are you a fucking incel? Why are you this? Why are you that? Like literally all, all I'd said is that woke was not good for comic books. And that's my opinion. You may not agree with my opinion, but the left 
and people who have a leftist mentality immediately resort to attacking you, right? So, like, one of the dudes, you know, like, you know, got all, you know, you're an incel and blah, 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 right? And you have a picture of, like, him with his wife, right? Okay. So, I shit on the picture of him and his wife, and he, like, messages me, why are you being an asshole about me and my wife? And I'm like, dude, you know, I didn't say one thing to you. You started off abrasive towards me and aggressive towards me. And you expect me not to respond to you in an aggressive manner? Like, maybe you should watch the way that you talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. because they always play the victim, like, oh, you're, you're being mean to me. How dare like, you? If you're going to be insulting to me, I'm going to be insulting that. But the cool thing about it is that, and, and here's, you know, another, you know, to, to make the story actually a little bit better. So me and him had a discussion about this, you know, and I said, look, dude, it's it's just, if you attack me, I'm going to attack you. If you're disrespectful to me, I'm going to be disrespectful to you. It, it, it's really simple. Are we, you know, are we clear? And so him and I ended up having this conversation, right? And we found out, look, we don't really agree on a lot of subjects, but we can have a conversation and disagree respectfully. And towards the end of it, I said, I said, see, this is what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm trying to say to begin with is that we don't have to agree. You can be passionate about something and you can not agree and you can have a constructive conversation about disagreeing. But right. if you automatically come at me like you did with like that negative thing, then that conversation can never be had. And usually that conversation is from people of the leftist mindset taking it to the wrong context. Because I told them, look, I have no problem with this. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with the way it's presented. I have a problem with the way that it's it's forced. Because when it's not forced, it comes off very sincere. Like, uh, you know, we had to talk about, like, comics and, you know, the, the whole thing about that. You know, and, and about, like, uh, the presentation a lot of TV shows and, and whatnot. Like, there's a big difference between doing it and doing it in a tasteful way. And doing it in a virtue signal. There, there's a difference between being tasteful and a difference between doing a virtue signal. Right. You know? That's fair. That's a fair I mean, thing. It is. Like, like, you know, here's a case in point that you and I have talked about, you know, uh, multiple times. You know, the new Ghostbusters that's coming does have female characters. All right? Does? But it's not done the same way that 2016 Ghostbusters was, where it was just a very... This isn't for you, you know, you fanboys, you basement-dwelling misogynists. Don't show up to this movie. And then nobody shows up. Why don't you support my movie? Like, you know, but but here's the thing. Nobody who's a fan of Ghostbusters hates women. You know, like 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 they're like they're portraying. I mean, there's probably like five or six people that like really really have a problem with chicks. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying is, like, nobody is looking at the new Ghostbusters and, like, really mad about them putting female characters in the movie. Because the movie is, the focus of the movie is not, uh, you know, rah-rah feminism. It's, let's make a Ghostbusters movie. And that that's the problem. There's a difference between making a film and making it be about the franchise and about the substance and making it about a social agenda. Mm -hmm. And all these movies that have done bad are the result of the social agenda. It has nothing to do with females. And the thing is, here's what kills me, is that when you try to tell them this, they tell you that you are mansplaining. So you can't even defend yourself. Like, you're automatically shut down 
through this this loophole. But here's what I found hilarious is when I told you about that DC thread where I said woke was ruining comics and the and the crazy feminist bullshit and all that. Yeah. Everybody that attacked me was another male. There was not one female in that thread that stood up for this whole woke bullshit. So it makes me laugh because, oh, so this was done to make women feel included and empowered, right? Because I don't see a single woman fucking talking to me. I see like 57 fucking dudes. And here's where it gets even more laughable is they want to talk about like racism and call me a racist and all this, right? And all of them were fucking white. They were white liberal soy boys, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, so so I'm the racist, and I'm the bigot, and I'm, I'm like the, you know, all that. But I'm the fucking Hispanic one here. Like, it's literal bizarre world. Like, the, the, the lack of awareness that liberals have when, when they do this to you is, is, is amazing. And I love how incel is their, their new go-to. Like, I don't have a girlfriend. Like, you don't have a wife. Like, like it, it, it's like factually invalid. Yeah, it's it's weird because all <laughs> you've probably actually had some kind of bias put towards you because of your race, and you're being told by other people how to feel that have probably never experienced that. Yeah, and that that's exactly it. Like you know what, I've experienced actual racism, but because of that, I'm a mature adult who knows the difference between actual racism and a bunch of woke bullshit. I know the difference between people making a joke and being absolutely serious about hating no race. I know, you know, I also know that for the most part, even if somebody does have a problem with my race, usually, you know, it's like, well, fuck you. That's your problem. Like, I don't fucking go home and cry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, like cry for three days. Like, that's not how the world works. That's not how any of this works. Like, you know, I really think that this is the result of, of as I said before, and, and as we talked at the start with uh, Quaid and Bales, that, you know, when the anti-bullying movements became a thing, like the WB Be A Star campaign and all that, remember that? That Be A Star shit that W was pushing? Yeah. And during the time, there were like six or seven other big, like, anti-bullying movements. And my problem that I said then, and this all this all this happened during the Obama administration. Like during Obama's administration, there was a lot of this push on this is hate speech and this is bullying and you can't say this and you can't say that. And I said then, the kids that grow up in this era are going to be some really fucking shitty adults. Nobody listened to me, and that's exactly what we're dealing with now. And the reason why is because they can't take criticism. They can't take constructive criticism. They think that's bullying. They can't take anybody disagreeing with them. They can't take the fact that in life, everybody is different and everybody's fucking thought process is different and they're not always going to have your set of values. So these people just think everything is fucking bullying them and everything is oppressing them. You're not oppressed. You're just an asshole who's like way too fucking over entitled. Mm hmm. Most of the people who complain about the, the fact that they, they had such a hard life with people being mean to them have never been punched in the mouth. And I don't feel sorry for them. And honestly, I, I think that the worst thing that we did is, is make it harder, um, you know, like, like for kids to just be kids. Because look, when I was growing up, there weren't like cops involved in all this. And, you know, 
You were going to get in a fist fight if you were a boy at some point in your life. And you were going to either get your ass kicked or kick somebody's ass. And so you grew up to be made of sterner stuff than what people, you know, in the generation after us grew up into. You had to learn to roll with the punches. You had to learn to throw a couple punches of your own. And so we have this incredibly soft society where people are eating fucking chicken that's not fucking chicken, it's fucking goo and saying that it's a fucking plant. What the fuck is wrong with everybody? I mean, I guess at least before when you were eating Chicken McNuggets that were made of chicken goo, they still claimed it was chicken. <laughs> oh my god. It's just I don't I don't fucking get it. I really don't get how these people function. You know, it, it's really gotten to a really nasty point. What the fuck did you just link me? A sonic Please tell me that's not real. They they they, they literally made a porn version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Appears so. Why? Like, can you, how dysfunctional do you have to be to jerk off to Sonic the Hedgehog? Well, excuse me, it's called Sonic the Vaghog. That's not really doing anybody any favors. And it's, uh, Woodrock. Oh, it's on Pornhub. Hang on. Oh, see. no. Hang on a second. I, 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 if it's on Pornhub right now, I, I gotta see if this is real. <laughs> Need to know. Oh the oh wow. Harvey Weinstein recorded robocall for Mike Bloomberg's 2005 mayoral bid. That's all. That's gonna bite him in the ass. Okay. Well, it doesn't look like. Hmm. There's a lot of hentai and a lot of cartoon Sonic porn. But I cannot find this live-action porn parody anywhere. Oh, and here's a woman being fucked while playing Sonic the Hedgehog. So there's that. Uh, no, I, I don't think this is real. I think it's. Uh, I think someone made it. Well, that's a relief because it's I a relief. Really... But the things I have, I, I am looking at, are probably more terrifying. To be honest, there's what I can only assume is an animated cartoon. Of Sonic and Tails with giant tits and asses being fucked by Dr. Robotnik. This Did is... I ever tell you my awful uh, story about this dude on you who did like this kind of weird furry anime porn crap? No, I don't think so. So, I was, I, I want to say it was, it was Christmas a couple of years back and my mom... Uh, you know, invited her assistant, you know, she does hair, she has an assistant. And her assistant and her assistant's boyfriend came over, right? Well, the boyfriend was, I guess, into video games. And, you know, my mother tells this guy that I'm into video games. So he starts trying to have conversations with me. And I can automatically tell, like, you know, he's a little <coughs> not all there, right? Okay. So dude shows me his phone and he thinks that like somehow I'm going to think it's cool that his phone uh, wallpaper is an anime fox with titties and a vagina, like anatomically correct to a human. That's cute. 
And I'm just thinking, dude, just go away. And he's like, you have to play this uh, phone MMO game. It's like very anime. And I'm just like, no, I'm good, thanks. And it was just really awkward and uncomfortable. Because once you see something like that on somebody's phone, you just don't look at them the same way. And these are the people who want tolerance for their weird-ass fucking fetishes. And it's not my job to fucking enable your weird-ass fucking fetish. If you want to jerk off to a fucking anime fox, like I said, by all means. But I'm going to think you're a fucking weirdo. So. Yeah. Do you think people who, uh, who are into like the anime porn and stuff, do you think they were like finger fucked by an uncle or something? There has to be some deeper reason that that becomes like a, a thing that you find solace in. Maybe they, like, Not, got rejected by, like, every fucking girl they knew and then, like, saw a hentai anime once and, and got corrupted. I, I don't know. I feel you like I would, lo- I would love to have a psychologist on and just, like, ask them weird questions about, like, why people would be into certain things. Because I, I, it just seems like there has to be a reason. Like, you don't just get I've never get felt the need thing. to masturbate to a fucking cartoon. Yeah. Like... You know, that's just... I, I don't understand why people prefer anime to actual titties. But then again, like we said last week, that Project uh, Melody is more popular than the actual women, um, you know, online. But I find that actually funnier more than anything. Because that's just... Like, again, you know, those women treated people like shit and got what they deserved. You know? Fair. At that, at that point... I feel like it's okay that people are supporting Project Melody over the uh, Chatterbait people. Yeah? As they should. Gotta give cartoon people all your money. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what? I, I think it's still it's still superior to this whole simping bullshit where you've got people giving girls like money to buy uh, cars with their OnlyFans account and stuff. You know? Can we start up an OnlyFans? Are we allowed to? I'm not gonna get naked for any of these fucking people. Is that is that people. a requirement? I thought that was I just like a, a... Let's look it up. What the fuck OnlyFans? Like what their requirements are. Cause Only like is it a fans, thing? OnlyFans it's video content, I guess. I don't know how I'm like wonder like if you if you were like a regular youtuber that wasn't doing porn could you use it yeah it says look sign up to make money and interact with your fans i'm signing up an account right now hang on one second oh Are one click gonna... there. here we go um okay all right so i now officially have an only fans account <laughs> it was really easy i literally had to click one button did you actually sign up or did you log in with Twitter? I used the login with Twitter, but it, like when I did that, it created an account. Did you use Benoit? Yeah. <laughs> that somehow makes it ten times better. Oh, OnlyFans.com slash real Chris Benoit. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god. I, I want to change this. Oh, someone else already has it? Let me see. Like... Oh my god, yes, I have it. I have what? it. I have OnlyFans.com slash Chris Benoit. 
Oh shit! Like the real name, not the not the other name. I have the real name. Oh, um, God. Oh, I'm so putting. Yeah, I'm putting that in my Twitter profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You just need. Yeah, you just need to upload <laughs> videos of strangulation and get people to pay pay for them. Strangulation videos. Oh god, I can't believe you did that. It, oh it, I was surprised how quick it was. I didn't even like really try. Which is sad because uh <laughs> which is sad because you got to you got to think about it. It's <laughs> How many girls are like out there fucking hoeing on this shit now? Like we're presenting that as acceptable behavior. Okay. That's a real shame. Oh my god, I have to add I have to edit the profile, but I'm gonna hold on. Where are you? Uh, this is this is gonna be way too much fun, and I don't for the wrong reasons. Shit. OnlyFans, Chris Benoit. Yeah, that, that's amazing that you have that now. It just took all the information from my uh, the Twitter profile and put it up too. It didn't even, like fight me. It makes you wonder, is, is like, OnlyFans owned by Twitter or anything, or what's... I, wa- I wonder. No, it's it's a social media service based in London, England. Huh. Like, I'm reading the Wikipedia about it. Uh, let me see. The Wikipedia entry... It is... OnlyFans is a social media service based in London, England... You can access online and from mobile devices. You can run a subscription content service and provide exclusive content to your subscribers or fans. So it's basically a Patreon. Yeah. Essentially. The company has been criticized by online media uh, and the New York Times commended OnlyFans for helping change adult entertainment work by giving control back to the performers so here we have the new york times again uh promoting prostitution online my god this is amazing so deliberately lacks restrictive content allows users to share revealing or nude pictures in exchange for a monthly membership fee 80% 80% of fees go to the content creator. The remaining 20% go to OnlyFans. I feel like the other thing about this, though, is... Okay, so reading about OnlyFans on Wikipedia... Like, they talk about how they're very, like, hands-off with the content, right? Yeah. But... I bet you... I can almost guarantee you, knowing how it works, that there is some highly illegal shit going on. Like, there's probably, like, underage girls doing this, like, all the fucking time. Oh, absolutely. I don't even doubt that. Boy, I can but, connect Spotify account, too. <laughs> but isn't that, like, when you think about it, like, disturbing? Like, how, like, look how easy you fucking signed up for an OnlyFans account, right? Yeah, all I needed was a Twitter account. It, it now, signed me up. you're a fucking 15-year-old girl that's yeah. a little on the internet and your parents aren't fucking watching what you're doing. Well, to get paid, you need a bank account. Like, I'm looking I'm looking at the stuff yeah, now. But, but, but yeah. kids fucking have bank accounts these days. I guess that's true. You know? Yeah, so, like, all, 
need to get us to get it to make it so that people have to pay for it is uh you just got to add a bank account that's all you need yeah but but see that's that's concerning like if you can sign up for that that easily like a kid can sign up for an only fans that easily and they know what's going on on the only fans because they see people talking about it so i guarantee you there's like probably like 15 percent of the i'd say maybe 15 percent of people using it are probably like underage uh here we go here we go so i just went through i'm going through the process now so when you get to the page where you, where you go to your banking, you have to submit a picture of your driver's license. And then on top of that, you actually have to put a second picture of you holding your driver's license with your face clear. clear. So you submit like a scan of your driver's license and on top of that, someone has to take a picture of you holding this, that, that driver's license. So you can't yeah, even like here, – here's, here's the fucking problem. How many people look like their fucking parents or their sister? I mean I guess if you had an older sister – you know, you could probably pull it off. You know, I mean, I've seen maybe maybe it's just me because I've watched way too many Law and Order SVU episodes, but somebody needs to call Stabler on those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. It I actually, mean, I don't know, huh? It actually has a thing here. It asks you if you're uh, gonna be posting pornographic content. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. I don't know. I just. I just feel like uh, the whole thing is just fucked up. Like, this is how fucked up we've gone as a fucking society. I I think, I really feel like uh, premium Snapchats and OnlyFans and all this shit, like, there's no reason it should exist. Whatsoever. Well, you remember Premium Vince, don't you? Oh, yeah. Premium Vince was the best. (laughs) Oh, shit. Whatever happened to that guy? Is he dead too? Wasn't it run by the same person who ran Cranky Vince? I, I think I think it was, and they're both gone. Like Cranky Vince is is gone too. Wasn't there a rumor it was like fucking JBL? Uh, JBL or one of the writers. <laughs> fucking Cranky Vince. Remember, like he tweeted like a "fuck you" to ADR like three do- uh, three hours before he got released. <laughs> what a wonderful man he is. Fuck you. You know, the worst part is like you could look at Cranky Vince and you could every tweet that he made in your mind, you could really imagine Vince actually saying that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what was good about it. It was it was just if you thought about it in Vince's voice, it worked. (laughs) Yeah, really. I mean, those were the glory days of Twitter. Like like Twitter was the Wild West before Jack Dorsey ruined it let me see when was the last time cranky vince wrote a tweet uh yeah 20, but i think holy shit there hasn't been a cranky vince tweet since 2013 wow his last tw- his last tweet is and i'm gonna try my in my best vince mcmahon impression hang on a second <clears throat> let me get a linda's cooch is covered in cobwebs and stuffed with 1960 editorials on richard nixon fuck <laughs> Yeah, she did that pretty good, which is which is fucking hilarious. But uh, I miss when Twitter was more like the Wild West, when you know there weren't like all these restrictive policies in place. Because I literally got our Twitter account a twelve-hour suspension for telling a liberal to fuck off. Like I don't know they were what, tweeting, they were the, tweeting me like being an asshole, and I'm like, well, you're just a negative person that doesn't like conservatives, so why don't you just fuck off? 
Like, why are you still talking to me? And I got a 12-hour fucking ban. Yeah, I don't know what, what the qualifications are anymore for uh, for that. There are none. It's it's all selective. I mean, if you look at those Project Veritas vi- videos and everything about Twitter, like, you know, it's all selective. And if you ever watch these interviews where they ask Jack Dorsey, like, tough questions about it, he's very evasive about their policy or how their policy is implemented. Um, you know, I, I think, like, some major conservatives, he leaves alone because it would be too obvious. Yeah. But it's it's done in the way that anybody who's coming up or isn't quite established that they can selectively suppress or get rid of, they do it. They want to make sure that they don't allow a platform to somebody to become the next, uh, Paul Joseph Watson or Caitlin Bennett or, uh, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos or Alex Jones. So they do actively suppress and shadow ban uh, you know, accounts like I'm sure that our account is shadow banned and doesn't get the reach that it's supposed to. I'm sure the the other my Twitter is uh, shadow banned. I don't I don't get anywhere near the the uh, activity I used to. Yeah, and and that's because of the fact that they want to suppress anything that they deem offensive. But my problem with that, like I said, is who judges what's offensive and what isn't. That's a personal choice. What offends you may not offend me. What offends me is not going to offend the next person and vice versa. Like, there's no gauge on that. And that's, I think, the biggest problem of these uh, terms of service when it comes to, like, Facebook, Twitter. I think this is why Silicon Valley has gotten too out of control, too big. And a lot of people are wondering if anything's ever going to be done about it. And... My belief, I'll I'll tell you right now, my belief about the reason why we're not seeing anything done right now is because I think that if the government or the Trump administration got involved, uh, they would get a lot of backlash. Like Twitter and Facebook would knee-jerk become more active at suppressing the Trump campaign than they already are. And they're already bad enough now, but they would get worse. And so I think that it's a matter of that we're not going to see any action taken on it until Trump's second term. I think at the point where he doesn't have to worry about a re-election, he will come back and he will, you know, basically put the, you know, put the boots to them both to, you know, you can't uh, suppress these people. Because he's already had a few comments about it, but we haven't seen any actual action, you know, to that point. And it's a growing problem, and a lot of conservative voices and a lot of people who think conservatively are very concerned. I'm concerned about it because I think that I should have a right for us to post on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, on whatnot. You know, I I think that we have a right to push our product and our opinions. And, uh, you know, again, to the people who are listening, this is, again, why the Patreon, if you want to, you know, donate via Patreon to us, is so vital because getting our own web hosting uh, to be able to, to publish blogs uh, is helpful. And it's helpful in the regard that, you know, we are suppressed on Twitter. We are suppressed on Facebook. When you have your own hosting that you pay for, there's a lot less suppression. There's a lot, you know, a lot of those sites are like, okay, well, as long as we're getting our, our 16 bucks a month, say whatever the hell you want as long as you're not breaking any laws. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're at the mercy of Facebook and Twitter, 
all it takes is, oh, we didn't like something you posted, so here's a 30-day suspension, or here's a permanent suspension based on what you said, because it doesn't fit our agenda. You know, the fact is, you know, we're using these social media platforms regulated by these fucking liberal leftist fucking slobs. These insecure fucking losers who, you know, they need this to feel validated about their shitty opinions. That's what it comes down to. Like you said, you you got hit over uh, Ghostbusters in 2016. Good times. That was that was what ended my run officially. That that was kind of the thing that really killed my momentum with the uh, with everything. Well, it killed Twitter for you, and then it killed Twitter for lots of people because it's like, okay, now I literally have to watch everything I say. You can't yeah. say the word retarded without getting your account locked. Well, you can if you're liberal, and that's sort of the thing. It's, it's, it's a selective, and the problem with Twitter is it's a selective process over who gets banned and who doesn't. But nobody right. should have, look, you know, it's only fair. If you're going to fucking suspend me for saying the word retarded, then suspend all these fucking liberals that are saying it to Donald Trump. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Woohoo. Yeah, you know. Oh, look, this this is hilarious. They show Fidel Castro and, and his squad, like, black bagging somebody. And somebody posted it with the caption, Fidel Castro teaching another Cuban teenager how to read. And they tagged Bernie Sanders. Do you really want somebody in charge who fucking looks up to Fidel fucking Castro? No. Of course not. I feel like that's the biggest fucking red flag. And... You know, I don't, I don't care how many fucking dumb, young, impressionable people fall for the Bernie Sanders shit. Like, any adult I know over the age of, of 30, like, fucking knows that that's a bad thing. Like, my mom asked me about it the other day. She's like, do you hear about what Bernie said where he's, like, all in favor of Castro? Like, who the fuck does that? Like, nobody's gonna vote for him. I'm not gonna vote for him. Like, moderate people that might be swayed to the Democrats if they had somebody, uh, you know, of common sense. So, you know, it's funny. Look, accept it, live it, love it. If Bernie Sanders is the fucking candidate, Donald Trump has already won the election. That's just my story and I'm sticking to it. You know, but if Bernie fucking wins, we're going to look like fucking Soviet Russia out here. Like, you guys want to always talk about Russia with, with fucking Trump. Like, fucking Soviet fucking uh, communist Russia would be, like, revived under fucking Bernie in America. Did, did we touch on that whole thing last week about the uh, allegations against Bernie? They, they, well, that they were saying uh, the Russians were interfering with the election yeah. to get Bernie. We didn't touch on it, but no, they, that came out this week, I thought. Yeah. Um, I thought that was crazy. Like... To me, that almost seems like something that Trump would leak to get people to to to, to question the election again, to to think that Bernie this time is is cheating. So, like it it it's it's weird because I could see it going both ways, mm-hmm. where it's like the Russians are trying to undermine you know the election again, um, but this time they're intentionally doing it and leaking it that they were doing it so that Bernie would get shit for it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's, uh, 
It's hard to say, though, because I feel like... What, here's the thing. What Russians are they claiming are helping with this? Because we, we know that there are Russians in the country that would like to go back to socialism and communism. You see what I'm saying? Well, when, when they gave out free toilet paper and bread? Yeah. Those are good old days. Fucking bread. We won't even we won't even have good bread if fucking Bernie becomes president. Vegan bread. It'll only be made of not hopelessness. Fucking I goo. I, I don't even know what the fuck it would be made of. I was trying to think of how you take and I guess it would be gluten free or some bullshit. Just no taste. I mean, isn't bread already vegan? Um, I don't know. Do they make because it's from I, wheat? Egg, well, I guess they use eggs. I think they use eggs in most bread, don't they? Can some vegan let me know if you motherfuckers are allowed to eat bread, please? Anybody's out there who's vegan is listening. Let me know. Let's see, is Serious bread vegan? Uh, according to PETA, most bread is vegan. Uh, this can apply to most varieties of bread, sandwich rolls, although bread is grain-based food and many other ingredients found in bread are also plant-based. Okay, so I guess it is considered oh, vegan. I was almost going to end the show without talking about that story. How did... How did I almost miss that story? Speaking of PETA, I gotta find it. I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, here we go. By the way, I, I just I, it was undermined here. So most breads are vegan, but um, breads commer- and sold commercially in uh, stores tend to ha- have dairy, milk proteins, and eggs as fillers and stabilizers. So those would not be considered vegan. Uh, what the fuck? So Wonder Bread is not vegan friendly. Uh, you know what? I feel like being vegan would be too much fucking work. I just want to fucking eat and fucking exist. I don't want to worry about, like, this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I absolutely understand. Let me find it. There, there, there's you something... Know. Okay, there's, there's two stories that we need to hit before we get out for the night. Uh, but when you brought up PETA... PETA activist claims she successfully impregnated herself with endangered gorilla semen to preserve the species. I'm sorry, what? Okay. How how does that work? You'd be creating a new species. You would think so. Like, wouldn't it be like half human, half ape? Like, how does that work? So Michelle Obama? Whoa. That went a little too far. No, it didn't. It was an easy joke. You know, I, I, I don't get how people... Uh, wait a minute, maybe it's... it's. Oh, never mind. It came from World News Daily Report. So, I'm partially let down and I'm partially relieved. Is that like a National Enquirer type... Thing. Yeah, it's one of these fake news sites that a lot of the time if you don't... <coughs> Here's the thing I find funny about it, right? Facebook doesn't flag this as fake news, but if you post any memes criticizing Bernie, you are hit with Snopes immediately. And clearly Snopes has no bias. Yeah, they, they can't possibly be completely fucking liberal. But, this is not fake news, and this is equally as bad. Erica Badu's $50 vagina-scented incense sells out in minutes. 
This started from, I guess she saw that Gwyneth Paltrow was selling vagina-scented candles. Yeah, that's a thing on Goop. And then Erica Badu felt like, nah, we can't let the white women get away with it. And made vagina-scented incense. Oh my god. Why would I want to smell either of their fucking vaginas? Uh, I just got like actually nauseous thinking about that. Like, who the fuck says that that's something they want in their fucking home? Like, they want their house to smell like Erica Badu's vagina or Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Hardcore lesbians. Not even, I don't think. Like, who? Why? Why would anybody do this? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, like, look, the way that I see it is as a male... And I guess it would be the same for you in in this situation. Like, the only interaction with a vagina, touch, taste, smell, whatever, is like, you know, I want to interact with, obviously, my girlfriend's vagina. You want to interact with, I'm sure, your wife's vagina. But I don't want to interact with Erica Badu's vagina. (laughs) The fact that you have to say that in any kind of serious matter is just fucking bizarre. It is proof that the world has fucking gone straight to fucking hell. That's what it is. It's it's proof that we have reached peak fucking clown world. Like, will it ever turn around? Like, what will it fucking take? Do we need an asteroid to hit the fucking planet? It'll take there are the, aliens... Uh, Look, if there's aliens out there listening to this within the sound of my voice, I am begging you to throw an asteroid the direction of the Earth. Just make sure that it hits California first. God. And, you know, I hate to say that because I I do have family in California, but I wish that they didn't live there because California, I think, is responsible for the ills of society. Certainly hasn't. Huh? Certainly hasn't helped. It really hasn't. Done good for anybody. You know what I'm, you know, hoping for the most in uh, this upcoming election, to be honest? And one thing, you know, going back to the debates that we talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, Pete Butt Guy actually had a good point that whoever the primary candidate is to go up against trump is is not just representing their platform but is either going to make or break the platform for all the other democrats running right so like that's congress that's senate that's your senate seats that's your house of representatives i really hope that in picking one of these god-awful candidates that we see the House flip back to the conservatives so that we don't have to put up with Nancy Pelosi in the position that she's currently in ever again. Yeah, it could happen. It could definitely happen. You know, and like I you know, when, when I, uh, when I say, this is hilarious, there's even the breaking news out of Breitbart that even the Hollywood elite are not enthusiastic about the democratic debate and the train wreck that it was. 
So even Hollywood is finally starting to tune out of the Democrat debates. We didn't even know the debate tonight, which I don't know what that said. Until you told me like an hour in and then I watched it, you know, I watched most of it. Um, But it's going to be, you know, and it's and it is sad because from what I watched and I'll, I'll go back on it for a minute is that I will say there are some things that that do make sense. And I, I can't believe I, I'm saying anything positive about uh, Tom Steyer, but he had said that he wanted to introduce term limits for Congress, right? He also said he wanted to give reparations. So yeah, let's, let's, yeah. yeah. So, so let's cancel that out because he's a fucking idiot. But the term limits is a smart thing. But it's funny because he's like, we need term limits to get like Ted Cruz out of there, right? Yeah, that's Mitch, what he said. But yeah, here's the funny thing about it. I do think term limits are a good idea, but you know who's been talking about getting term limits passed? Ted Cruz. Like, he's the one that I see making the most posts about it. He has been doing that a lot. That is true. He says that he wants to push that, and he wants to push it bipartisan. Because I do think, regardless of your political party, Democrat or Republican, there should be term limits on Congress. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these fucking people should not be there for 40 fucking years. Like, because they are out of touch. They are doing nothing. They're getting rich off off this shit. And they're not doing anything to help the people. I agree with Ted Cruz. I agree with the term limits. You know, which, you know, Tom Steyer also brought up. You know, know, so it is good of somebody, like, to say it on the other side is we need to get rid of it. Because I do think that it's it's a bipartisan thing that we should get rid of, you know, people spending 30 fucking 40 years in Congress. Yeah. But... It's funny because he says, you know, we want to get Ted Cruz out of there. Well, Ted Cruz clearly agrees with you because he's been trying to push for term limits for a very long fucking time. And, uh, you know, it's just... But yeah, the reparations thing. He, he brought up the reparations, which... It's incredible to me that they still run on that. Like, this this belief that... You know, I want to talk about that before we go. That, that's another thing. Because aside from reparations... They say, you know, that they want to raise the minimum wage to a quote-unquote living wage, right? Okay. That's the big thing they keep fucking saying. And, and here's what I want to throw in about that. Minimum wage and minimum wage jobs are minimum wage jobs for a reason. You're not meant to live off of minimum wage. You're Correct. not meant to survive off of that. It shouldn't be a living wage. It should be compulsion for you if you have a minimum wage job to either get good enough to get a raise or to work somewhere else. Minimum wage is supposed to be for entry-level jobs for people who have no experience or no skills or no marketable talents whatsoever to fucking make some money. It's there for, like, fucking high school kids. It's there for fucking part-timers. You know, if, if you're working 40 hours a week and making minimum wage... The problem isn't what you're getting paid. The problem is you. You're clearly not good enough to fucking get a raise. Or you're clearly not talented enough to get another fucking job. You know, like, that's your fault. Like, I don't feel sorry for you. Why should anybody have to pay you 15 bucks an hour so you could fucking do anything? Like, why haven't you bettered yourself? Why are you waiting for a fucking handout? Because, because the, when, that's exactly it. Because there is a handout. Yeah. But because, here's the thing. When their fucking $15 an hour fucking 
wage comes in, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think everything is going to stay the price that it is? It's a known fact. You pay these people $15 an hour minimum wage, it's going to inflate everything. Gas prices are going to go up. Groceries are going to go up. Utilities are going to go up. Rent is going to go up all across the board. So all you're doing by, by making a $15 minimum wage is making everybody poor because the fucking talented guy who is making $15 an hour or $20 an hour while you're making minimum wage, like all of a sudden now he's not making any more than you. What's his compulsion to keep working at his job as hard as he's been working when he could fucking become Joe McDonald's and fucking like make that money flipping burgers? You know, raising, raising the minimum wage is communism. It is flat out fucking communism. So it, it amazes me whenever I hear these Democrats talk about raising minimum wage and talk about living wage and all this because, you know, you're not supposed to live off of minimum wage. You're not. You're not supposed to. It's not supposed to be that high. You're supposed to get another job. You're supposed to get promoted. You're supposed to do something, anything other than accept that. That job is there for the fucking high school kid who is just trying to make a few bucks and gain some experience. And I think that's the problem too is, is that, you know, kids don't work anymore either. Like, you ever notice that? Not unless you're in McDonald's. That's about the only place I see, like, anybody young... Chick-fil-A, I will say that, Chick-fil-A too. Chick-fil-A is really good at hiring teenagers and, and high school kids and shit. Yeah. And unlike McDonald's, they have to be, like, polite at Chick-fil-A, so that's the difference. Now I fucking want Chick-fil-A, and it's it's one in the morning. Well, at least it's not, uh, at least it's not Sunday, so you have a shot tomorrow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. At least it's not fucking Popeyes. I don't have to worry about getting punched in the fucking face when I go get a fucking sandwich. Boy, oh, those God. Popeyes chicken sandwiches are delicious, though, aren't they? Oh, God. Have you seen the really cringeworthy, like, commercials about the sandwich? What, for the Popeye sandwich? Yeah, where it's like... It's like supposedly real people being asked about the sandwich. And, like, it's one lady and she's like... I'm feeling some things right now. And there's like a guy talking to the sandwich like, why are you so special? And it's like, he says it through like gritted teeth. Like he wants to punch somebody to get the sandwich. Maybe he had to take a shit. I don't know. Man, I've never seen a fucking sandwich cause that kind of fucking violence. If you get, if we're, let's put it this way. We're in a society that gets violent over a fucking sandwich. We just need to go extinct at this point. I'm waiting. Like, I'm waiting for it. Why even bother? Like I said, maybe coronavirus will take a bunch of people out. Maybe I'm wrong and it's not the fucking Macarena. Maybe it'll, it'll fucking do some damage. Get, you know, fucking population control. Get rid of some people. Well, how many people do you want? How many people do you want to see it get rid of? Let's let's throw let's throw up in there. All right. Well, just in the U.S. or or worldwide. Worldwide. One billion. One billion people. One billion. So that is... What percentage of of the population? What percentage Uh, of... Is that 
Is that a third? I don't know how many billion people are. How many billion people exist? Population of Earth has to. Uh, all right, so no, so it's there's seven point five three billion. So one billion less would be one. Uh, let me one think about seventh. this. I'm trying to think, yeah, one one seventh. But what would that actually equal to percentage wise? Like twenty, like maybe like fifteen percent. Maybe am I doing this right? Is it is it counting uh, is it counting furries because I don't count furries as actual people, bronies either. All right, then you only gotta you gotta subtract like twenty million. <laughs> oh shit! That's what we need. We need a plague that will wipe out bronies. That would make the world a better place. What you gotta do is you gotta infect horses, and when they go to fuck horses, then they. <laughs> You've given this some thought. Mm. But yeah, so... Yeah, so I want coronavirus to get rid of some people. Hopefully they're all bad people. And uh, I hate you all. And... You we know, hope you... Yeah, so, you know, donate to my Patreon so that we could buy more stuff for the show. I do hate you all, which... You know, you would think that that would stop people from donating, but I think it would compel people to donate more because people seem to donate to people who treat them like shit. Yes. Like look at these OnlyFans accounts. Subscribe to Chris Benoit on OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com forward slash Chris Benoit. And, uh, you know, because I hate you all, I can think of no better way to end this show tonight than to play the number one hit song by Los Del Rios. Oh, my Macarena. God. Oh, you son of a bitch. Good night and fuck you. And if it ain't woke, don't fix it.